had several of my colleagues who said, well, you know, uh, we should get some of that money too. And I suggested, I said, well, I'll tell you what, y'all bring two trucks over. I'm going to give you some plutonium. I'm going to send it back with you. And then you can put your name in the hat. He said, but until you're willing to take some of the plutonium, we're the ones who are accepting the risk. Although we, we're, we've known that, we knew that when it came here, but we did it with the expectation that the federal government was going to remove it in a timely fashion. That's what was supposed to happen. Hello, and welcome to the first episode of our new podcast, Behind the Golden Shovel. This is a production of Southern Carolina Alliance, a seven-county economic development group that represents Allendale, Bamberg, Barnwell, Beaufort, Colleton, Hampton, and Jasper counties. Starting today, you will have access to regular updates on what's happening in our region and the important areas of economic development, job creation, industry location and expansion, and workforce training. I hope you enjoy the series and will be a regular listener to stay informed on progress as we work to improve opportunities for all of our citizens. I'm Kay Maxwell, Vice President of Marketing at Southern Carolina Alliance. In today's episode of Behind the Golden Shovel, we will discuss the Department of Energy's settlement agreement with the state of South Carolina. In 2021, the Department of Energy agreed to pay $600 million to the state after DOE failed to remove nine metric tons of plutonium from the state as agreed. That plutonium is now stored in Barnwell County. The state is determining how that $600 million will be allocated. Our guests today will make the case that the majority of the funds should go to Allendale, Barnwell, and Aiken counties, where the Savannah Riverside is located. These three counties are by far the most impacted and deserve the lion's share of the funds, an unprecedented one-time payment that can fund transformational projects that can make a difference for our region for decades to come. Today, we will discuss some of those projects with our guests, State Senator Brad Hutto, State Representative Lonnie Hosey, Barnwell County Council Chairman Harold Buckman, Allendale County Council Chairman Rick Gooding, and Danny Black, President and CEO of Southern Carolina Alliance. As far back as 1992, DOE began teasing local business leaders and elected officials with promises of new missions with high-sounding names, huge price tags, innovative technologies, good-paying jobs, and international prestige. For the most part, those promises have gone unfulfilled. In the intervening years, multiple projects have been started and stopped. Commitments have been violated or simply ignored. Workers have been hired and abruptly terminated. Missions promised to SRS have ended up elsewhere or nowhere. And the nearly completed MOX facility is the latest and the largest disappointment of all. When the federal legislation that underlies the settlement was enacted, the penalty for the failure of the federal government to remove the plutonium from Barnwell as promised was that a penalty would be paid to reimburse the impacted area. Well, we are the impacted area. With 66% of the Savannah River site lying in Barnwell and Allendale counties and the plutonium being stored directly in Barnwell County. We participated with the Attorney General's negotiations with DOE concerning the settlement. We want to ensure that we receive a fair share of the proceeds that are due to our counties. Senator Hutto, can you explain the process that's being used to decide who gets these funds? 
Well, the uh, General Assembly ultimately will make that decision uh, going through a normal budgetary process. Uh, both uh, House and Senate uh, have subcommittees right now that are looking at uh, the money and proposals for the use of the money. Uh, those subcommittees will report to full committees of Ways and Means in the House, Senate Finance and the Senate. Uh, those uh, Senate committees that deal with budgetary matters will then report a bill out to um, their respective bodies, and it will come to a majority vote of the senators in the Senate, the House members in the House. Uh, if we are together, uh, the two bodies are together on what the money should be spent for, then the bill will go on to the, to the governor. If the House has one opinion, the Senate has a difference, it'll go to a conference committee who will work out the differences, and then that'll go to the governor for a signature. Uh, the governor has expressed uh, on several occasions publicly that he does support uh, Aiken, Barnwell, and Allendale receiving uh, the bulk of the money. Uh, he, he seems to understand what the purpose of the settlement funds are for. Uh, I think most legislators do. I mean, reluctantly, some of them do, because uh, anytime money's coming into South Carolina, uh, it is the job of all members to try and, and represent their areas. But this money's special. It's not uh, money that's coming in from a general tax revenue source. It's not money that's coming in from the federal government to South Carolina, sort of in an unrestricted manner. Uh, it's coming in basically as a result of a settlement of a lawsuit. And that lawsuit uh, originates from the fact that we are, uh, as you said earlier, the impacted area. It's these three counties who've sacrificed over decades. Um, uh, I'll, I'll always say uh, proudly that, that we're the area that won the Cold War. I mean, when they uh, looked for an area where they had to come in and seize people's property, remove towns, remove people off their farms, and build a plant to make bombs, uh, we were the three counties that sacrificed, and proudly so. And the people here, uh, I think, over the years uh, held their heads high as they learned how to work with uh, hazardous uh, and radioactive materials, uh, and they did so because they knew they were doing it for their country. Now, uh, as you say, that this money might have the um, um, ability to affect us over decades. So might that plutonium have the ability to affect us over centuries if it stays here. And so, you know, we do deserve uh, to be recognized for the fact that we're the ones that, uh, Barnwell in particular, where the plutonium is located. Um, our areas had no problems with dealing with radioactive material over the years. We think we do it safely. We think that the citizens of this area have been educated on that and how to work with those materials. But no matter how safe you try to be, there's always the risk that there could be a problem when you have something of that magnitude uh, of danger. So um, I, I had several of my colleagues who said, well, you know, uh, we should get some of that money too. And I suggested, I said, well, I'll tell you what, y'all bring two trucks over. I'm going to give you some plutonium. I'm going to send it back with you. And then you can put your name in the hat. I said, but until you're willing to take some of the plutonium, we're the ones who are accepting the risk. Although we, we're, we've known that, we knew that when it came here, but we did it with the expectation that the federal government was going to remove it in a timely fashion. That's what was supposed to happen. When they failed to do so, there was a penalty built into the legislation. And that penalty, um, actually was a much steeper penalty than what the settlement proceeds are. And that penalty clearly says it was to uh, mitigate or offset the impacted area. And I don't know of a single business that's failed to come to South Carolina uh, at Myrtle Beach 
or Rock Hill or Greenville because we have plutonium in Barnwell. But we do have challenges sometimes when we go to recruit businesses and they find out that we are near the Savannah River site. And while we've done an excellent job of recruiting many businesses, we've missed out on some opportunities because that plutonium is here. I don't know a single family who decided last year not to go to Myrtle Beach because we have plutonium in Barnwell. But there are jobs that we didn't get in Barnwell because we have plutonium in Barnwell. And so that's the case that we will make and are making uh, today of why this area needs to get the vast majority of that money. What is your view of how these funds should be allocated among the counties? Well, I, I, I do have a um, sort of a, a three-pronged approach. I think Allendale, uh, Barnwell, and Aiken should receive the vast share of the money because we are the directly affected counties. However, I acknowledge there's a ring of counties that surrounds our area, which brings in employment to Savannah River uh, site and, and historically would have been part of the workforce that would have been employed had mocks come forward. And so uh, I don't know that I can name them all, but basically Edgefield, Lexington, Orangeburg, Bamberg, uh, Colleton, Hampton, uh, maybe a few more that would, would be in the ring of counties that surround the three counties. And I do think that they need to be considered uh, uh, for some money. And then I believe the state does deserve some of the money. I, I, I'm not uh, going into this with the notion that all of the money is gonna come to these three counties. I just don't think that's realistic. While I'd like to advocate for that, and I really believe that maybe they should, I'm also, uh, you know, I've been around for over a quarter of a century in the legislature and I know how compromise goes and we're, we're gonna get our share, but we're, we can't go in and ask for all of it. There are some statewide projects that do make sense uh, for this money. Um, so whether it's broadband or I've heard mentioned some money for the port, there, there's, some, there's, some, there's some projects that have statewide impact that would also, that would also impact our area uh, where some of the money should go. But I think the vast majority should go to the three counties, then the ring county, I call them the ring counties, uh, the counties that surround our three counties, and then to the state as a whole. Some are advocating that some of the money go to non-SRS related projects like the Charleston port. What do you think of that? I think that some of the money will go to the state. And if the state chooses for the state portion, I've heard broadband, I've heard the port. Um, I'm, I'm not opposed to either one of those in, in concept. Uh, however, I mean, you know, last year we debated a port uh, bond bill, in essence, because we can borrow the money that we need for the port uh, very economically and probably wisely. Uh, uh, there are other ways to fund the port other than this money. But if if the wisdom of the of state is to use the state share of this money for the port, I, I don't have a problem with that. What kind of projects do you think the money should be used for? Now, that's an important uh, facet of what I believe the settlement was in, in, intended to do, is intended to offset the fact that we're not getting the jobs from MOCs. So I think it's got to go to education and workforce development, uh, infrastructure that'll bring in jobs. I think this money is intended to help create jobs. Um, and so I, I would say education, workforce development, uh, economic development, infrastructure, and to, to some degree, uh, as you know, uh, as people look here for jobs, we've got to have the ability to have a good healthcare system. So some of it could go to healthcare, but I, I don't think it's intended to um, build a new park. And I, I'm all for parks, okay? 
but this is intended for job creation and education. Um, it's intended to make sure that the jobs we didn't get because of mocks not being here, that we'll be able to educate the, the future workers of Barnwell, Aiken, and Allendale to get jobs in our area, number one, and then to bring jobs to our area for those people. Senator Hutto, what is the governor's view on the use of the settlement funds? There's so many ways that uh, people approach this, and I wasn't sure in the beginning what uh, some of my colleagues' views on this were, but I think uh, we're fortunate uh, that the governor has been very supportive. We're fortunate that the attorney general, who was the basically the, the person who helped negotiate the settlement, he has said publicly that he believes a vast majority of the money, a substantial part of the money. People use different terms, significant amount, vast majority, uh, you know, substantial amount. We don't know exactly what that means in terms of, of, of dollars, but most of the leaders uh, who've had any role in bringing the money as a result of the settlement have acknowledged that it was intended to replace the fact that we're not getting the MOX facility and to um, pay us for the fact that we're storing the plutonium. How do you assess the safety of the plutonium storage and the relative risk it poses? This plutonium had to be stored anywhere else. You'd have to pay rent for it. I mean, you'd have to, whoever was storing it was going to have to pay for it to be stored somewhere. Uh, and in fact, we should be getting a lot more if you looked at the terms of the legislation. But I realized that Congress never appropriated that. My Congress writes a lot of laws that look good until, the, until they have to put the money up for it. But, uh, you know, I think that uh, I think the settlement's fair. And I think the settlement was intended for what we know to affect our counties the most. And uh, I'm looking forward to uh, meeting with my colleagues in person, which we hadn't been able to do a lot uh, lately. But I'll tell you this, as I've talked to them, particularly as I've talked to members of the subcommittee, members of the leadership in both bodies, I've had very little pushback on the notion that uh, our three counties are, I, I don't want to necessarily use the word entitled, but we deserve the money because that's what it was intended for. And thank you, Brad. Is there anything else you want to cover today? We, I think we've made a, a good uh, job of publicizing the fact that the money is there. We've given people an opportunity to speak up as to what they see uh, or, or important ways that the monies might be spent. I think we need to have transparency, accountability, and, and so part of that is public input. So I know that as part of uh, just my own internal uh, process of trying to determine where I think the money's ought to go, and, and is, is to gauge what the public thinks. And, and I've had discussions with mayors, uh, county council members, uh, town council members, just the public in general, um, and talked about it. I get very little pushback from the notion that it ought to go to education, workforce development, and infrastructure. Uh, a lot of times you run into somebody who's got a pet project, and they'd like to have uh, their monies funded too. But I think you might have said this earlier. This is a once in a lifetime opportunity. We cannot squander this money. There's a lot of very laudable projects that are out there. But what we're looking for are impactful projects, projects that will make a difference, not just this year, but projects that will make a difference over a lifetime. Pro projects that will transform families, that will give people jobs, um, that will make sure that the quality of education we need for our workforce is there. Those are the type of projects that this money has to be used for, or either we will have blown the opportunity to transform this area with the money. Now we'd like to turn to Representative Lonnie Hosey. 
Representative Hosey, 66% of the Savannah River site lies in Allendale and Barnwell counties, and the plutonium is stored in Barnwell County. Yet some people think this money should be used for projects in other parts of the state. What are your thoughts on that? It's going to be a fight on that to, to try to get that done. Uh, I do know that uh, that has been discussed, not in a meeting, but openly. Uh, and it, it's always, you know, since the big fish taking over, leaving the little fish to survive for itself. And rural South Carolina, as in rural U.S., suffers. And at some point, this is a one-time uh, allocation that we can get. And I hope that our brothers and sisters in the other portions of the feudal part, the part that is really blessed, that would not look on taking the little bit of money that we have away from us to, to make our opportunities much better. We need infrastructure, we need jobs uh, creations, we need a lot of things that need to happen with our funds. If we get things in order, we uh, can't all leave Bonwell and Allendale County and uh, Western Orangeburg and other counties like that and move to Columbia. We don't have the space for us to do that. Well, why That's would we right. do something? Right. You know, we, we can't go to Charleston and move and just leave this place barren. You know, we trying to survive and we are not begging. We are saying, give us what you know to be right for the citizens of this state that we are paid. We pay taxes. We put, uh, our people graduate and leave our area and go perform in those large areas and do good for them and produce funds and things for them in economics. We just don't get it back here because we just don't have uh, the the kind of infrastructure and everything that we need to keep our kids, our children here. But one day we hope that if you give us an opportunity, we will be able to do those kinds of things, bring jobs, where graduates would not, not leave as much as now. And people could buy homes, whatnot. That plutonium out there is probably something that's causing us some real problems because people don't want to be involved with that. You know, they don't want to come near it. And so we are in an area that we are not crying about it. We don't want to be actually bothered by outside sources just to let us have our resources so we can help ourselves move forward. Uh, let me tell you, it's, it's very personal to me because I'm of age to share with you that I was four years old when the government came to that area, Dumbarton, where I was born. I was four years old when we moved out of Dumbarton to Barnwell County, happened to be Elko for me, and eventually Williston. I remember my mom, my dad had gone, putting me on a truck with a pop belly stove in January that had, had fire coals in it to heat because it was very cold to drive from Dumbarton to Elko. I remember it just as I'm looking at you today. I stayed by that old pot belly stove while the truck was putting the furniture that we had on it to the next location. We were displaced. A lot of folk didn't have places to go. And we suffered. A lot of folk came to Barnwell. A lot of folk came to this area. 
and we suffered having to be relocated. The government just hadn't been fair to us in providing resources for us. We wanted a Ellerton, a Dumbarton sort of meeting place that we could all come together at some point. We've been promised. We, our promises have, have not been honored in a lot of ways. So I, I feel very sentimental about the movement of these funds that we're going to get. And Aiken, I love Aiken. I spent a lot of time in Aiken, but they're much more blessed than we are right now. 172,000 people over there, and we got about 21,000 in this new census. Only about nine, 10,000. We need help. We need more. These funds represent a kind of windfall that may never come our way again. What do you think these one-time funds can do to help Allendale and Barnwell counties? For Barnwell, because we have a state mandate to consolidate schools and whatnot, for Barnwell would be a great opportunity to build a central high school with mm -hmm. some of the funds. That's, that's, that's just... It's, it's something that we were not gonna enough taxes to do if we try to raise the taxes ourselves. This is not a one-time opportunity fund that we have that we can peel off of that 200 million I talked about to 100 million to build uh, a central high school. It would be great for us. Our kids are sick and tired of leaving our area and go into other areas to play sports and other things and see these super schools that's building our state look like colleges and universities. And we have to come back to where we are. It is really disgraceful to keep doing that to them. And so that's one place uh, here in, in Barnwell County. Allendale County has come up with a number of things that we are talking about. I'm not certain yet to speak uh exactly what they would like to have but i'm sure somewhere down the line in the school the educational system is going to be consolidated as well some kind of way they're not going to be able to stand alone because the mandate says 1500 students in a district minimum so with that minimum we gotta deal with that so Allen is less than that just like williston and blackville uh, negotiating with, well in the process of the consolidation right now. So uh, we're working on it with the senator and all that. We got to sign a, a board real soon so we can get some things going by July 1, 2022. And so uh, and other things that will emanate from schools, the school is your, is your real wow. nucleus for building your community. Educated folk can help do this for you. Otherwise, you're just knocking yourself against the grain that says, I'm going to do it anyway without an education, and you can't do it. Representative Hosey, is there anything else you'd like to add today? Only uh, that the citizens stay alert. I'm repeating that, reinforcing, stay alert. And, and we're going to try to be as transparent as we can about what's going on with this community. But your lone representative have happened to be Lonnie Hosey for the House District. And Mr. Hutto, Senator Hutto, need your help. 
your presence means so much. Because uh, the other day, or I said the other day, a couple of weeks ago, when I was able to look out and see Mr. Danny Black and a few others there, it strengthened me in knowing that I got to do more because they're watching me. Okay, and so 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 then I was able to strengthen up, and, and and that's a boost that I think we all need. So, Mr. Buckman, thank you for being here today. First of all, how do you think these funds from the plutonium settlement should be allocated? Well, no question about it. I think it's a general consensus that the three counties that was greatly impacted or mostly impacted. Uh, should get the lion's share of this uh, settlement. Of course, we're talking something that is political. So everybody can want a piece of the pie. But let's distribute this money proportionally. And I've always said, we have that platoon in our backyard. Whatever county that would like to have some, we are willing to share. So they can take responsibility of having that uh, nuclear waste in their backyard. You know, Barnwell County and its neighboring counties have been supportive of missions at the Savannah River site um, ever since the plant was built in 1950. From the initial plant to the GNEP project to the nuclear reprocessing facility that was constructed out of the South Carolina Advanced Technology Park, even to the latest mission with the MOX facility being built in Aiken County, Barnwell County citizens have always been supportive of the Department of Energy site, and we've been appreciative of those jobs. How do you think Barnwell County citizens feel now um, with these unkept promises um, not being fulfilled, um, particularly in terms of this settlement? It's sad to say, but we have been disappointed on so many different occasions that the people now have uh, a feeling that we're just like a redhead stepchild since the conception of that facility, Bond County has uh, supported it 100%. We believe that it's time for us to get our fair share. We've been overlooked, bypassed, and just seem like forgotten sometimes. The people of Bond County deserve their fair share. What projects do you think that these plutonium funds should be allocated for? How can I count the ways? <laughs> there are so many projects that we would like to uh, implement. Water sewage out to the Scat Park, uh, countywide water system. We have a landfill that is in uh, great repair, need of great repair. Uh, we just have so many things. Uh, our equipment uh, at the landfill is uh, broken down, and we just don't have the fund. We don't have the revenue source as many other counties. So, yeah, we don't lack a lot of things. Our dreams and aspirations are as big and as wide as any other place in the United States or in the world. But let's face it, you cannot do anything without funds. Uh, you can pray, you can rally, you can protest, but without fun, you're not going to be able to accomplish the goal. That just affect. That just affect life. What other thoughts do you have for us today, or comments you'd like to share regarding this issue? The last thing I would like to say is that 
from the conception of the lawsuit. And we understood how it would have to work. We have to bring other people in so that we will have a broader basis for the lawsuit. But now that it has settled, it is time for the, the equability of the split of this fund. And I'm asking those who are in charge to, to oversee these funds being uh, implemented to let's make sure that Bonner County gets his fair share. Let's go now to Allendale County Council Chairman Rick Gooding. Rick, tell us, first of all, what is Allendale County's stake in all of this? Well, this was a life-changing amount of money for Allendale County. Allendale County is a poor rural area and um, a lot of poverty here, and we could make some life-changing things happen in Allendale County if we got a large portion of this money. Um, Allendale deserves it, I feel like. Barnwell deserves it, as well as Aiken County. We've been dealing with this problem for over 70 years, and uh, it's time we were compensated for it. For people who aren't from this part of the state, explain um, Allendale County's proximity to where the plutonium is stored. Allendale County is a host county, along with our neighboring county, Barnwell County. And um, majority of this stuff is stored in Barnwell County. You know, it's not that Allendale County citizens haven't been appreciative of Savannah Riverside. Talk a little bit about the history of Savannah Riverside and as far as providing jobs and opportunity in the past. Um, you know, what is the... As a representative of Allendale County, how do you feel about the situation that we're now in with the downsizing of missions and the storage of the plutonium um, in the neighboring county? Well, downsizing, it, jobs have gone away. I can remember a time growing up where a lot of folks in Allendale County were employed at the Savannah River site. Now, now it's, the jobs just aren't out there like they used to be. And our citizens are having to scramble to find jobs anywhere. And this would be a big help to us you know, if we could get something going. Do you think all of the money should go to Allendale, Barnwell, and Aiken counties? Are you open to um, the sharing of those funds with other counties in the state? And for any portion that goes to Allendale County, how would you like to see that money used? I think Aiken, Allendale, and Barnwell County should get the lion's share. I think neighboring counties that are impacted should get some money as well. But I think our three counties, since we're the three host counties, should get the majority of the money. That's my personal feeling. Uh, this money could you know, go for infrastructure, education, workforce development, economic development. There are a lot of projects in the, like the town of Allendale, town of Fairfax that need to be taken care of, including infrastructure, that this money would really help. And I mean, it'd take a burden off the taxpayer to do it. So, Rick, in wrapping this up today, tell us, do you have any other statements you'd like to make um, to the state legislature or to those listening in? I do appreciate what our delegation has done for us, as well as the governor's office. And I look forward to more talks with our, with our delegation and uh, talking with the Senate and the House. And hopefully we get some resolution to this and get Allendale, Barnwell, and Aiken County as money as they deserve. You know, Southern Carolina Alliance is the nonprofit regional economic development group representing Allendale and Barnwell counties, along with some other counties that are impacted. Um, Bamberg, Hampton, Colleton, Jasper and Beaufort as well. Um, so we have today with us Danny Black, who's president and CEO of Southern Carolina Alliance. And I'd like to ask Danny from an economic development standpoint, um, what do you think um, should be happening with the allocation of these funds? And, and what do you think, what opportunities do you think this could give this region? Well, Kay, compared to the other sites in the DOE complex across, across the country, by far, this side of the uh, Savannah River site in Allendale and Barnwell counties in particular 
are most affected and most hurt by the uh, uh, waste storage and the plutonium emissions that were X'd out uh, during the past uh, administrations. So we think from an economic development standpoint, the counties of Allendale, Barnwell and Aiken counties are most deserving to make up for those losses and give us the opportunity to put in infrastructure or economic development uh, uh, situations and community development and educational development to bring us back to the forefront of economic development projects that could come here to replace those uh, thousands of jobs we've lost over the years. I want to thank all of our guests today. We appreciate your insights into this important topic. It's clear that the Plutonium Settlement Funds represent a tremendous opportunity to carry out some transformational projects to create more jobs and provide more training for workers in our region in the future. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Behind the Golden Shovel. Join us for another topic of importance to our region soon.